Soviet writers have begun to come to grips with, to exorcise, Stalin. A good deal of fresh material about him, not available to previous biographers, has been published in the USSR, which strongly contributes to a fuller portrait. Two. There could hardly be a better description of Soviet history than Joseph Conrad's remark, Hopes grotesquely betrayed, ideals caricatured, that is the definition of revolutionary success. Stalin is to be seen today in the light of the political, intellectual, moral, social, and ecological collapse of the system he created. We are bound in any case to view him outlined against a background of turbulent public events. One of the adulatory Soviet biographies of the 1930s says that writing about Stalin means describing all the peripeties of the party's struggle. But the purpose of the present book is not to record every event in Stalin's life, let alone in the politics of the party. I have tried to give not an exhaustive chronicle, nor yet anything like a formal psychological analysis, but rather a portrait. Of course, it is, or includes, a political and historical portrait. Still, I have not tried to record, indeed have often deleted, the intricate details of his political struggles or of his conduct of the war. I have sought, rather, to thread around the unavoidable central column of this history the details which seem most to illuminate Stalin's nature. I have often developed these not for their significance in any profound sense, but as adding, in however minor fashion, some illumination to the whole. What strikes the present writer as a piece of highly illustrative behaviour on Stalin's part is often recorded in none, or sometimes just one, of the various available biographies. Yet, as Plutarch wrote, the evidence of vice and virtue is not confined to famous accomplishments. Often some trivial event, a word, a joke, will serve better than great campaigns as a revelation of character. This book originally looked as if it would run to the six or seven hundred pages customary in modern biographies and similar works. On reflection, a large effort has gone into removing material which added to its length more than to its weight. The details are of interest to those of us who have had to study the special circumstances. But in a general work like this biography, it seems sensible to rely on Gibbon's procedure with the tedious and diffuse documentation of the aftermath of the Synod of Ephesus. The most patient reader will thank me for compressing so much nonsense and falsehood into a few lines. Yet, if exhaustive presentation of these politically intricate manoeuvres would overload the story, we cannot avoid consideration of Stalin's whole system of beliefs, that is, Marxism in its Leninist version, together with amendments added by Stalin himself. There is no doubt that these doctrinal convictions remained the justification and self-justification of his whole career, and that the definition and extirpation of heresy, or the attribution of heresy to enemies or rivals, was a major element in his life. 3. We see a vast, dark figure looming over the century, and we know much of the devious and brutal manoeuvres by which he achieved and maintained despotic power. 
But above all, perhaps no other system has ever been so completely based on falsehood and delusion. This falsification also extended, and massively so, to Stalin's own career. When it comes to feelings and motives, Stalin, who throughout his life played his cards very close to his chest, is not so easy to grasp. One of his outstanding characteristics was an ability to give the impression of calm and even benignity, while in fact harboring plans of massive vengefulness. But, even at the level of ordinary observation, this calm was often interrupted by demonic flashes of rage or hate or suspicion. He resembled one of those large black clouds which are sometimes seen, vaguely ominous, but at first sight floating quietly across the sky. Then, as the cloud gets closer, you notice the flickers which are signs of lightning deep inside it, the hidden churning of its central...